Hello, everybody, and welcome back to How Do You Hustle with Cami Dimitrova, a podcast where I interview comedians about their day jobs. Um, or I used to do that, and now it's just more of more of a life chat, if you will. Um, we are in quarantine. This is true. So the nature of the podcast has changed. Now I'm doing it over Zoom. I used to invite people over to my little apartment over here in Brooklyn. Um, but now I'm doing it over Zoom, and it's been pretty fun. Um, this guest is the first one to experiment with that, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, you know, hope everyone's doing well. It's a quarantine. Coronavirus is happening. Hope everyone is staying safe and staying inside. And uh, yeah, we'll get through it together. It's going to be great. Um, but on this episode, we have the one and only Shem Pennant, who we, w- we will focus on because he brings joy. Um, and he, if you don't know Shem, it's a shame. Haha, <laughs> Shem, shame. Okay. Um, he is a writer and director. Um, he is originally from South London, but now he's based in Brooklyn. That's pretty cool. Um, he has written for BBC Radio, Casual, and uh, you've seen his stuff on Sketchcram, also on uh, UCB's uh, weekend sketch team, The Foundation. All neat stuff. On this episode, we talk about uh, his life growing up in South London. Um, how he started at one point playing jazz and learning Japanese. I mean, what? And then we get into uh, his journey uh, getting into one of the top universities in the world, dropping out and then sort of refiguring out his life and then eventually getting a corporate job uh, that he wasn't expecting on getting but did and now has had for 10 years and how that sort of supported his uh, dreams in comedy. And then we also talk about how he gets so obsessed with improv that at one point he starts flying out to New York from London just to see shows, which I thought was amazing. And then eventually getting teachers to fly out from New York to London to teach classes to him and his friends. I mean, like, that's just amazing to me. Um, So yeah, you guys, without further ado, Shem Pennant. Hello. Also, hello. Nice to see you. Also, hello. Great to see you. We just went into business real quick. We went, hi, hello. And that is how I hustle. (laughs) That's that's, Let's talk shop. What's your audio like? What's your input like? Um, wow. Where? First of all, where are you? <laughs> oh, uh, I I forget that you've not been. Uh, it seems like everyone in the New York comedy has just been to my house to like borrow something sure. or like use a piece of equipment. Uh, but, like, I'm in I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in, I have like a weird little basement. Uh, so it has Whoa. like uh, a bunch of space with like uh, drums and like there's a green screen and photo set up there. What uh, instruments behind me and stuff like that uh so like i this is where i live uh and then there's like an upstairs uh that has like living things that is so sick that's where i am oh my you have like 15 guitars uh yes i was uh (laughs) uh, a musician in another life really uh that was i i was either going to become a comedian or a musician uh and then i became like this weird musical comedy person doing uh, odd bit shows that don't matter at a theater that no longer exists <laughs> well um, you have a piano so like yes well she's dusty <laughs> so um but yeah yeah dabble whoa that's so cool you were gonna be a musician oh that's why uh like uh there was a point where you would like just obsessively like play music all the time and i was like a child and like uh, would just like noodle away on the guitar and like think about like joining jazz bands or being in punk groups uh, and then I uh, got into it's just long and complicated uh, but like uh, there was a point where I thought I was going to study at uh, Cambridge uh, which is like a nice which is like a university uh, in the UK that is like good yeah uh, Cambridge uh, University I've heard of it I, I don't know <laughs> I've like seen nothing so, it's like the but, it's like the best school in freaking the world uh yeah well i had a place to study there and i was like okay i'll, I'll, I'll do that and i'll be like an academic uh, and then uh through uh i went through like some difficult stuff in my life uh and then i like lost my place uh and i was like fuck it i'll like be a jazz musician uh and then i'll like just go play jazz in bars uh and then a teacher like pulled me to one i like that was the life i was going to head on and then a the teacher pulled me one side and said don't be an idiot uh like literally go and study and do stuff and i'm very grateful uh that she did that uh because um you know uh i study and know things um but yeah that's what (laughs) you need to explain all of this immediately you got into cambridge and then life happened and you were gonna study music you froze (laughs) which is uh (laughs) 
No, I was going to study. Uh, I got there to uh, study uh, literature and philosophy. Uh, cool. Like was going to be my life. Uh, and then uh, I ended up uh, studying uh, just sort of literature. And I have a master's degree in 12th century uh, Japanese theatre and poetry. Um, <laughs> you have a master's in, in Japanese poetry? And theatre uh, from the 12th century. Uh, so I did a lot of uh, studies and no opera and things like that. What? <laughs> oh my literal, you're blowing my literal mind. Um, okay, 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 okay. And then, okay, so I love how you were like, got into like the Harvard of the world and then decided to play in jazz clubs and do jazz things. And then your teacher was like, you have to go back to school. Uh, yeah, no, so, like, um, as I, like, when I found out I couldn't, like, uh, go study anymore, I was gonna, like, drop out of society and become, like, a, a wandering, uh, jazz and punk musician. Uh, and then, like, as I was walking out the door of the, of my, uh, high school, they were like, no, don't do that, that's a stupid life. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> they're not wrong. Uh, like, I, <laughs> like, I ended up doing a lot of that stuff anyway, uh, so, like, you know, I'm glad I know things. Uh, <laughs> yeah you have yeah you know things for sure for sure for sure um okay so i guess like starting off with like your well first of all i want to like circle back to your your whole life and like how you got into this stuff because this is amazing. have you started <laughs> we haven't even begun we haven't even because like i i don't because my question to you is what is your show now <laughs> <laughs> like the, it's gone from how oh, do you hustle to Shem. how yeah, the yeah. fuck do you have a job like <laughs> what are you literally doing is the name of the show um how are we surviving um how do you survive with uh with corona um no yeah it's I think like, I mean, you Well, we had a cool conversation on Instagram where you were like, hey, like I've been thinking about like this premise and like what it means to like hustle or not like now, given the time with COVID-19 running this fucking world and like how we're sort of like re, you know, like reassembling into this weird new normal. Um, so I'd love to chat with you about like what your life was before, you know, two to three weeks ago and what it is now. And then, like, <laughs> what were you doing before all this happened? Um, yeah, because like I listen and love the show, and I I I feel weird because every week I go, oh, I really like that. It was really like sweet, and it's like I don't need to do that. But also, <laughs> I guess it's nice to hear that you enjoy things. Uh, <laughs> you and like Maddie are like the two fans who are like, where <laughs> we like this. I'm like, great. I I you cut out. Every oh. time you get like uh, to a certain level of excited, or, like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a level of laughter that your <laughs> internet cannot handle. Uh, so I'll tone down my responses. I'll rein it um, in. I'll rein it in. Uh, never let anyone uh, dampen your joy. But like <laughs> they, um, but yeah, like I find it so fascinating uh, just because a lot of this show seems to be. Uh, I'm like doing this like survival like job or like working these things to like do this dream job of like comedy or work uh, and I spent all my time listening to it going oh if only I had like this dream job or these things and I hate my day-to-day -day job uh, and then like a week ago it's like oh I'm so glad I have like a day-to-day -day job it is uh, <laughs> it is everything I don't do comedy anymore <laughs> like it doesn't exist uh, no, no it's truly non-essential um so it's like a really uh like because I've, I've been thinking about uh everything uh as i'm sure a lot of people are doing a lot of reflection but like it was really interesting thinking about your show in that context uh of how uh a lot of things i was like annoyed about or like frustrated i'm now like truly grateful for and it's uh uh been like meditative so i was hoping that you talk about this with someone more informed uh like that's what i was leading with all my questions you're like no you should talk about it uh and then normally i'd say oh no no i couldn't possibly uh but i've said that to so many things uh over the past like couple of months and then started oh no i'll never get to do them uh so i was like oh well, why not why not just take a chance no i feel like that's it's cool to know it's cool to know your perspective because i'm i'm in the same boat too i still have a nine to five because it mostly work from home 
Um, so like that, the nine to five Monday through Friday hasn't changed that much. It's literally everything after that and outside of it that's changed the most. But, um, what, what would, what would you say is your, was your day job and now is your day job if it's the same? Um, yeah. So like I, oh, (laughs) the other thing is like, I almost never, I hate talking about myself. I hate talking about my work. Uh, (laughs) so I was like, I'll never do the show. I'll just gratefully listen. Uh, and then most of my, uh, friends or people who've known me for like 10 years will be like, what, what do you do? Or like, they have no real like insight. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll never be on this show. Uh, it's, it's not for me. Um, but I am a digital, uh, content producer for like a big financial services company. Um, so like I make like podcasts and videos and audio uh, and social media, like just stuff that no one needs. Um, uh, but like, uh, and the, it's always really interesting cause I didn't imagine I'd ever end up doing this. Um, because like my training is in, uh, the arts, uh, it's heavily in the arts. And then also I have no, like I'm. I'm, I guess, good at my job now, but I'm not qualified for it. I fell into it by accident. Uh, and then I kept, uh, like, I literally uh, was, I was a, a Japanese translator uh, for a while uh, in a, a weird little publishing company. And then my uh, boss had no money and tried to one day pay me in jam. I was like, fuck this i cannot uh what? <laughs> yeah, she literally was like uh, uh, uh i'm so sorry uh we don't like have any funds or liquidity but i made this and she brings out like a little jar of jam and just said maybe you can take this and i was like i can't <laughs> i with literally this. don't know what you want me to do with this <laughs> this is uh, jam <laughs> i don't know and this is like a long uh this is like years ago and a, a very different life uh so i was like and i was like married at the time so i had to like come home to like my wife it's like i have no money i can't provide <laughs> all i have is jam uh there's nothing more <laughs> pathetic or humbling uh so i was like i literally that day uh went to look for like a proper job ended up doing like uh uh editorial work for like a financial services company because my uh roommate at the time was like finance is like amazing and they all like have money this was before 2008 when that industry uh collapsed um so like very dumb and weird uh and then because i like speak languages and have like a weird cv i got headhunted to work for like a big international uh company uh where they were like um i have lived an unconventional life i guess uh and then a lot of that is weird and it's not the sort of thing you normally see on tvs in these companies so like they always like pick my cv out and like this is a job i don't want to do uh and i i I know this is so privileged uh and like uh, annoying to hear uh but it is what it is uh so like people will always just like pull my cv out and like offer me jobs i don't want uh like i got called in for like goldman sachs uh a while ago to like work in they wanted me to like work in hong kong and do like uh social media and video content and they were like throwing like a triple figure incomes at me and it's like i don't want that job that would be like a nightmare i don't want this life all i want to do is like stupid comedy shows at midnight to no one uh oh which, my god in retrospect was maybe a mistake uh <laughs> now looking back on it i might give them a call yeah uh oh it's it's like uh i guess um it's uh yeah and it was and then um i got into like doing comedy and got really like obsessed with like uh, the new york comedy scene i thought it was like amazing and cool and it's like oh if only i were there uh life would be so much better uh just not not true but like you did you just don't know <laughs> so, you don't your internet connection hates oh, no. every quip you make because you said something very funny My i could tell internet physically connection... from the you moved <laughs> and my internet connection actually sucks giant dick. Um, let me just see if I can like get on the 5G network. If I do that, is this going to drop? If I change the network? It's very funny. Because you went, my internet connection sucks. And there's like this huge uh, <laughs> comical pause that I don't know was intentional. <laughs> Do you think it might be the video? Uh, but yeah, I um, ended up 
staying with their company because I needed like uh, an inter- like an L1 intercompany transfer visa to to uh, move to New York, uh, and then that was for a bunch of like I was I was doing like editorial work like um, language, which anyone can do. Uh, so then I positioned myself and I made like a role in the company as like a digital content producer because I have all these skills from like you know just life you pick up like doing comedy I picked up all these skills like doing video and like working with audio and like podcasting and like all this stuff and I was like oh I have all these skills like I can do that uh, and then just in- ingratiated myself with um my bot uh my now boss and a bunch of people was like oh I'm, I'm like valuable send me across and then after like years like it literally took me uh I think three years of trying uh before I could like transfer over to like New York uh, where I am now uh also I could like do weird like so every time i do like a bad improv show uh to no one it's like oh i spent four years (laughs) to get to this place uh which is why i feel like weird about them but also grateful and like fun like it's it's uh i am joyful it's a thing i get to do or got to do or was able to like uh participate in some way are you back is your internet connection now firing i i am back and i could hear everything you were saying um i'm gonna try to not react while you're talking just so i can make sure to not mess it up but in my head i'm going whoa (laughs) (laughs) but for the sake of this weird alt interview style i'm gonna keep it to a mens oh but i loved hearing like i i tune in to hear you talk (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, the, that's the secret sauce most of the input while people talk is me going ah, ha, ha. <laughs> so it's not... yeah but those are the noises that we the fans <laughs> it's truly mind-blowing uh feedback for everyone um wow okay 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 so it sounds like you you surprised yourself with the sort of career path that you took given your start right uh i did not hear you okay <laughs> um good no this is perfect do you want Um, to pause your uh video feed and see if that helps Um, yes great so i'll go to that and that and then let's see if this helps and let's chat away five (laughs) jizzle let's see okay is can you hear me now i can yeah i can hear you it's rocking great audio oh great it's rocking and rolling okay perfect okay so um basically from from the uh from what you were saying it sounds like you sort of have a career that is that surprised you right something that you weren't expecting to have given your background and training in the arts and theater and sort of like your expectations there and then taking a turn and started working for like a corporate company that kind of vibe correct um yeah but even like even if you go like i grew up like like poor uh like like you know on welfare or the equivalent uh Mm -hmm. and like i know i speak like this but like uh that's learned behavior uh but like i grew up like very very poor uh and so like the expectations where you would like kind of do nothing uh or like you would exist in like a low uh substrata of the class system um which is like fine and like um but then so like it was hard to imagine like a life like outside like your local like neighborhood or doing anything uh that has like any like um uh substance uh to it because you're just like conditioned to like think small sure. um, so like there are so many moments where, like i walk into like a big fancy office building or like uh i'm like flown somewhere to like do something or like people are, like listening to me like talk in the room and it's like oh i never thought any of this was like possible on like any level uh so like, that's wow. another reason why it feels like so like surreal that like i have like any kind of like career in any sense um yeah wow did you well i'd love to learn a little bit more about you growing up in the uk where in where are you from england any part of england specifically uh i am from london uh south london specifically uh which is very similar to like bushwick uh or bedside in the 80s okay not now (laughs) certainly not now got it okay so that was the vibe and you grew up you said lower income family um parents uh oh like uh (laughs) (laughs) did you have parents (laughs) um or like Uh, what was your what was your family dynamic like did you have siblings uh oh god uh i had um 
my uh so i grew up with my uh dad uh and younger brother i have like an old sister but she fled to jamaica with my mother because of drama uh and lots of drama uh with uh, them and my father was like mostly like unemployed and like mentally ill while growing up uh, and wow. then he got a job uh eventually towards the end uh as a um uh security guard uh for like not te- don't have tesco's uh fuck <laughs> like uh, like a like a supermarket or like in the store like one of those people who like stands in the corner and like sure, watches sure. you to make sure you like he, that's just the job he ended up doing like working nights uh wow. towards like when i was like towards high school um but he was he's also like um a failed artist like he's a uh, a very troubled figure but like wonderfully talented and, like really good like art and like did all this like stuff when he was like um young like he was a musician and like a, a artist growing up um wow. so he, he had all these like failed dreams and was like you should like study and like do all this stuff uh and so uh there was a lot of pressure uh as a child to like uh study and achieve and like uh do things um mm. do you know what i mean when like they they didn't do anything so they just like throw books and he was like oh, books are smart you should like read books uh <laughs> so that's how i would like socialize or have fun <laughs> read this now you're like oh my god i'm three i can't <laughs> i literally can't read i tell um, this story all the time but like once my uncle uh was giving all the other kids in the family like little video games or like uh toys and like presents and he just came to me and gave me a dictionary to like just read through what? uh <laughs> i was like <laughs> i i don't get why they just so like oh this this is this is what this is the kind of person you might have a dictionary <laughs> You're like, you want but me to that, just like learn words? Like, what is this? Oh, but I read it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, whatever, did it though. <laughs> Loved sure, hippomontrosescopidaliophobia, fear of long words, <laughs> bang, got it. <laughs> That's so funny. You probably like showed promise as a kid and they were like, we have to invest in this kid. He's brilliant. We have to just, this is it. What oh I, my I now think is like sad but true is like I didn't like show promise so much as I wore glasses, uh, which is the <laughs> which is like the same thing. Like so many people are like brilliant, but they don't they're not like uh, they don't have all the telltale markers. Like oh, this is what a smart person looks like. This is what like a not smart person looks like. Uh, and we don't like uh, nourish and like uh, like nurture people uh, uh-huh. because they don't fit into like molds of what like I, I spent years as like a teacher uh, or like teaching people. Uh, so like uh, I really like uh, try to look for ways in which people are like brilliant uh, or sure. like, promising rather than like go oh well, you don't like books so you're dumb. It's like where where is your genius coming through? Right. Uh, yes. Snaps for that. I love that. Yeah, instead of like traditionally being like, oh, this person is smart, right? Because he wears right glasses or whatever. Um, yeah, I love that. I love that so much. So that was your family dynamic. And I just want to make sure, were you the oldest, you said? Uh, I was the oldest child in the house. I have like older, uh, I have like uh, three older sisters, two of them are dead. Uh, okay. And then uh, the uh, youngest living older sister <laughs> uh, grew up in Jamaica. Uh, so, yeah. Wow. Okay. From a previous marriage. Nope. Same. Same. Okay. Same. Okay. Got it. Got it. And then your mom growing up, what was she like? Uh, she, uh, uh, troubled. Uh, we didn't get on uh, at all. Didn't speak to her until I was like, uh, 24, 25. Whoa. Uh, when I was like, oh, I should like put, uh, aside a lot of grievances. Uh, like I had like a, uh, troubled uh childhood i guess uh which i don't like talk about that much uh, sure, sure. and it's also not like super apparent because i like uh i grew up like wrong uh or like people like the advice uh or input when i was like growing up was like hide your background uh, and don't let anyone like know uh, where you're from or what uh or how you're raised uh and like i remember like i talk a little bit more um with like the vernacular of the uh, people around me and my father they said you can't talk about that people never accept you or like uh, listen to you or trust you if you like uh, talk the way you talk uh, so get rid of your accent get rid of your voice get rid of all the colloquialisms and just learn like uh, white people things wow. uh, so, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I mean it was I get why he gave me that advice and that's uh, why I got I was really good at improv as well Uh, (laughs) so he didn't know he was arming me with like uh, an amazing skill set Uh, (laughs) 
Uh, but like uh, a lot of uh, the past like 10 years have been like, oh, well, like you don't need to worry about it anymore. Like you've uh, gained like uh, a space uh, so you can like now like uh, talk and be more free or reconnect with things that you've like suppressed or like uh, felt bad about. But like, yeah, it's so frustrating because uh, I uh, so many people think I am um, like grew up rich or like uh, in a very posh, like fancy because oh. uh, <laughs> I, I just uh, talk and act in a certain way because it's just a hard habit to break. Uh, right. And then a, a lot of uh, but like it's also like that, like, oh, my God, um, I did like um an improv class with Lou Gonzalez, um, great man, great teacher, uh, great mm-hmm. person, um, called uh, The Code Switch, when he talked about um, how we, like, negotiate, like, uh, certain spaces as, like, people of colour and how we, like, talk in one way to another. And, like, that was, like, uh, a road to Damascus, like, scales lifted from my eyes. and like, oh, yes, this is, like, uh, a thing I've naturally been doing, like, my entire life. And I can, like, feel the uh how it's not like a hindrance it's like a a wonderful power that you have to be able to like communicate and talk to people and like reach them out and like do all this like kind of stuff it's like so um helpful Mm. um so yeah like that uh since like a lot of the recent uh times i've been like thinking a lot about how i like communicate and like negotiate uh social spaces and what i what is me and what is me like uh uh modifying myself to like please or fit in with other people sure like adapting becoming a chameleon and like trying to figure out the space and like yeah 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 um wow that's really powerful stuff did you so how was that for you as a kid like were were you ever like could your friends come over or were you like trying because you were saying you're trying to like hide your identity from this pressure from your father so were you like hanging out with friends or like what was that like for you in like middle school high school uh, oh, I'd never have friends over. Uh, That's just not allowed. Oh, they, and also my, my father got, became like insanely religious. Uh, wow. What religion? So like, oh God. Uh, so um, my mother, uh, well, they were both like Rastafarians um, when I was like younger, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a whole thing. Um uh, like their religion it's a whole thing it's a uh, whole thing <laughs> like a whole thing okay uh, and then um then my mother became like very like uh revivalist baptisty and then my father came like a jehovah's witness uh so it was like two like very intense like religious belief systems uh so i could just uh be very isolated and just spend all your time like the only entertainment or media you would like able to like really get into was like the bible so i spent a lot of time just like reading the bible over and over again it's like a child super fun oh uh, so i'm like such a cool fun party guy now uh, <laughs> you're like i know a lot of words and i know a lot about god so what's up <laughs> who wants to play beer pong no one cool <laughs> it's like you were there <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love that i love that um Okay, so talk to me about how you got into, like, I, I mean, I feel like I can kind of see how, like, your creative mind started bubbling as a kid because of, like, all, like, the circumstance. And then how did you, when did you actually start, like, creating or getting involved in the arts? Like, were you in a band in high school? Or did you do drama? Like, where did it sort of, how did it come out for you at, like, an earlier age? Um, I, uh, I, I, phew. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I do know exactly. I feel bad and awkward saying it is what I mean by that. Uh, so, like, <laughs> I have always been, like, amusing or funny on some level. Uh, like, that's just uh, the way I, like, navigate life or, like, deal with things. Um, so on a certain base level, I've been, like, moderately funny. And it's like, I don't know what to do with this uh, skill. Uh, so, like, I wrote in, like, a newspaper in uh, high school. And it's like, oh, this is, like, actually fun and good. I like comedy. How do you do comedy? Um and then the only way in the UK in the uh, time I was growing up that it seemed like that, I'm so glad that there's things like this or like so much more information is out there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it felt at the time the only way to do comedy was to like go to Oxford or Cambridge and then get a job working for BBC Radio. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll apply to Cambridge solely for that reason. Uh, cool. Got it. Got in. Was like, cool, great. I'm on my track to like maybe doing like comedy or writing like a funny like Radio Four show. Uh, then like bad stuff in life happened. <laughs> uh, I have a tumultuous uh, background, so it's like, oh no, uh, I can't go to Cambridge, therefore I can't do comedy, therefore I'll stop. Uh, so like, I just stopped doing comedy uh, around the 18s. Like, I guess I had my shot and like blew it. Uh, 
Jeez. and truly like felt that uh and then um i was in uh i went i met a friend in i went to japan for a little bit to like get away uh from the uk because i was like sick of it uh, and like taught and worked there and studied japanese or whatever and i met like this guy in a um bar who was like oh i do comedy and it's like how and he says oh you just do it you just like <laughs> you just get up and do it and he was like doing stand-up and, and i was like oh you just you, you just do it what <laughs> like, uh, what <laughs> but but i i don't understand uh and that was like so amazing um but i hate i don't like uh, i hate the sound of my voice uh and the way i look so like i was like i, I can't like be up it's fine uh i'm mostly over it uh but like i uh, so i was like i can't like perform uh so like uh how do i like get up and like do things and then i um uh i was working i was like trying to like work out how to like break into comedy i like wrote so like went back to the uk started writing like um screenplays and like uh sitcoms and things like that i like uh had a put i just keep having all these weird full starts but it's like i think like comedy is like cool so you're like, great you write like sitcoms that's it uh so like i wrote a bunch of like sitcom pilots i sent them off to my production companies they'd like get back and say oh this is quite funny maybe we'll make them uh, and then like it's impossible to get anything made ever uh so like none of them would like get picked up but it's like oh this kind of feels like this is like good uh or like uh satisfying in some way um i uh this this sounds terrible but like the beginning of this sounds terrible uh but uh, i saw this uh sort of popular uh woman who did uh, comedy uh in the uk called ava vidal uh she like put a video out of her doing like topical like news um uh and like jokes and i was like oh i think i can like write slightly the same well maybe even better jokes than you have so i emailed her and said hey uh, i saw your uh video clip uh i have like some jokes i think would maybe be like good for you uh and she was like great the, give, give me those jokes and then i'd like uh write jokes for her uh and they got to like uh work on like a pilot for like bbc one which is like this um bbc channel uh that's so and, like, cool oh didn't get uh then they then the directors changed and they didn't it just died immediately uh oh. And it's just like, uh, and these are like just, it was just that kept happening of like, there were all these like little moments of like, oh, maybe you are like good at comedy. And then the thing would die or the channel would go away or the offer would get pulled. Uh, and then oh. I was like, fuck it. I guess I'll just like do stand up. So like I took uh, all these jokes I had and just went to like a, a comedy uh, club and just sort of read jokes off of, like a piece of paper, one after one. Cause not looking, literally zero eye contact, not like making, uh, okay, anyone just like reading <laughs> off like stupid, like, weird jokes that don't that shouldn't like happen like uh i always remember like one of the jokes i had uh was uh, i'm working on an fuck uh i'm working on a shortened version of an arthur miller play it's called a view from abridged uh and like that is <laughs> all that joke is is like i oh, <laughs> i've read no. i've read books i know what words mean and like you shouldn't say that in front of like real people because they want to be entertained um <laughs> They're like, what does that have to do with sex, though? I don't get it. <laughs> oh Tell my us god! About like, your ex-girlfriend immediately. <laughs> what is uh, this Arthur Miller nonsense? And why is he I, looking at a bridge? Yeah, <laughs> it was such a. But like that was my act forever. Was just like being awkward and weird, <laughs> and like just god. reading out jokes that everyone hated. Uh, and then the last time I like I did like a paid gig uh, with like a bar with like a bunch of like rowdy drunk lawyers, and I was doing like jokes about leibniz biscuits uh, leibniz is like a german uh, philosopher famous for optimism uh Sick. so i so i posited that that after, but it's also a brand of cookies uh that i thought should be drunk with a glass half full of milk uh but like yeah oh, no. yeah i know like that that's wrong uh that's like bad comedy but like uh but after that this woman came up uh and was like this rowdy crowd and she just downed like a whole bottle of wine and they gave her like a standing ovation <laughs> and what? I, was just, like, uh, I was like oh i shouldn't do this <laughs> this You're is like, wrong i'm like writing poetic like junk uh poetic uh, punchlines over here and like this woman just like chugging wine everyone's like yeah that lady but that's what's uh, up yeah so i was like yeah this space is not for me uh and sure. then uh but then i saw a, uh this is so problematic but then i saw like a video clip of uh, aziz hansari uh doing like uh, a bunch of like uh it was back then uh, i had no way of knowing uh but like he did <laughs> uh he did like uh, a whole routine about uh the back of the inputs on like a vcr of like eight they had like h 
or like the inputs that were going into like a uh, a TV and they had like SCART cables and the RCA cords and HDMI cords and like inputs and like people are laughing and like enjoying it. And it's like, oh, this is the kind of thing I would say, oh, this is like where I should be, like wh- whoever this person is, like they're doing the kind of thing I like and enjoy. Uh, and then, um, so I like watched a bunch of his stuff. He like said like UCB a bunch of times in like his, um, one of his like bootleg v- video clips and it's like well this is place uh this sounds really really cool uh i watched the um ascat special not the first one that they filmed the second one mm-hmm. uh where they um uh yeah it's on netflix i think uh saw it uh was like oh my god this feels like magical and fun and they're all working together and it all seems like do stuff and it's like so cool uh, and like by, literally by the end of the show i uh got like a got a credit card booked a flight to new york and like took 101 uh i was like so like (laughs) enamored with uh it's felt like such a like fun like uh different like release and like an energetic creative cool way of like being everyone seemed like uh supportive and nice and like it's obviously not that but it was like at the time it felt so magical and i'd like spend like all the money i had like flying to and from new york uh, to like do like improv classes or like do dcm or whatever like uh like i fully had taken like so many improv classes but would like fly in a plane on a transatlantic flight uh, no go, like, do- <laughs> no you would fly to new york to take improv classes yeah <laughs> Shem, oh, <laughs> people are literally like, yeah, I commuted from like Pennsylvania or like I would take like the, li-, you know, like I've never heard anyone be like, I flew across the Atlantic Ocean to take improv. That is insane. I, oh my uh, God. Where would you stay? Uh, Just uh, in a hotel or something like that. Like I, I just like would max out credit cards and like pay it off. Totally. Totally. Uh, it felt like uh like i did like a dcm just after like i did like i did 101 and 201 and like back to back uh, and then did a dcm uh the reason uh i did 101 it was great and fun and like cool but at the last um show uh i was about to get on a my flight was late um and so i was like oh i can like watch a saturday show so i went into chelsea and saw the curfew um and they had a natasha rothwell um and she's like amazing just everyone knows that now but at the time i was like who is this woman she's so funny i remember the scene she initiated i remember how it was so powerful so connected kevin hines did like an organic like improv transition between one thing to another and it like i left crying like i was like this is (laughs) (laughs) uh fully moved just like (laughs) i was i was on the train (laughs) flying home in tears like i want to be able to do this this is so beautiful this is so great this is like a magical world uh, and just it feels like so dumb saying this. Like <laughs> oh, it does. It gets worse. Like I, so then I like, I I started like uh, uh, doing improv in London, which they didn't have that level of scene there. So like I would like fly. Um, I would like, I like literally would put all my time and effort into like arranging uh, to like fly improv teachers to uh, the UK to like teach. No. Uh, yeah uh so like uh that's how I, i've studied with like so many improv teachers and like would like literally like just cold call them uh uh or like send them like weird emails like hey would you like to come to london and, like teach and like i'll uh arrange the class of like uh 16 people or something like that uh and did that for like years oh uh, my so, like, like who did you like who did you work with um like uh heather ann campbell who's like amazing will hines anthony Tamanik, connor ratliff um oh shannon o'neill uh, <laughs> uh like uh lydia hensler uh like oh just oh my god everyone john murray like i uh was i, I <laughs> just did like so much uh improv with the like everyone and like there was a time when I was just going to like improv classes every single day and it's like really, really like, oh, it's just like, this is like a fun life and it's cool. Uh, I wish when- I'd done that a little less. <laughs> but- <laughs> when When is all this like happening in your life? Like, do you, like what year is it? <laughs> uh, this uh, started around 2012 uh, up until about three years ago. Okay, 2012. Uh, and where are you at like life-wise? Like, are you, are you like I'm- working? Are you like, is this the jazz time no this is this is still like so i've been the job i have now i've done for 10 years like the oh, whole time for I was 10 doing years like, yeah that's another reason why i didn't think i'd ever like uh just stick with this uh like side gig uh emotionally 
has like now become a significant chunk of my life uh and sure. it was uh it was just a weird i am uh doing this uh to sustain or it, this can like pay for like my comedy uh work and it can pay for like learning video equipment and like learning more like uh training and skills and like filming like weird sketches or web series or shows or like uh i was able to like i bought a house with like not, i rented a house with a spare room and it was like yeah. a rotating room so like uh people from like new york or la would just stay in my house uh for like <laughs> <laughs> that is so dope oh my god right okay so you right 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 so you've had this job for 10 years and like the, you're just like crushing it it's like the thing that you that's like helping you sort of support like all these other dreams around it kind of thing uh yeah uh it uh and it's outlasted all my dreams um, <laughs> <laughs> that is so dope that is so dope um, have you ever thought about leaving it i can't i literally cannot uh because if i leave i have to go back to the uk like it my visa and got it uh, well right Right, right. Well, that's what I wanted to ask. So when did you move to New York officially when you were like flying back and forth and doing all that? When did you move here? Uh, about, f it's coming up to three years now. Three uh, years. So I've been here, yeah. Okay, got it. And so you're on a visa now. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so they were like, yo, let's do it. You're moving. Great. No, I was like, please <laughs> send me. Please, please, please send me. Uh, and then kept like finding like business reasons to go uh to do this uh and then eventually they're like fine we'll send you uh and like they're glad they sent me i'm like good at what i do i guess uh but like um uh yeah like it was solely <laughs> truly uh it was my my biggest dreams uh were like to be able to like do 301 or 401 <laughs> that felt like so huge to me uh to like learn how to do a pattern game Harold properly uh and do all this stuff and it was so dumb because I fixed that goal in my mind and then spent all this time like training and performing and like I was like quite good and like I was like touring Europe like teaching and performing improv and things like that what? uh so like I was like but so by the time I like got here I was like maybe didn't necessarily need uh the uh lessons that you learn in 301 and 401 uh but i was like so grateful to like actually like, get it i was like so psyched and jazzed and then it's like oh this should have happened uh like a couple of years earlier in your life uh you're now like because i didn't even do improv anymore which is so wild what? uh it's like like i barely like like if someone asks me to do a show i'll like drop by and like uh do it and like perform or whatever but like uh it's more using it to like do other things and like explore and, like play and perform uh but it used to be like such a it because it, I don't know, it just caught me in a part of my life and was like very sad. It's like, oh, this feels like something I can like create and do. Uh, this is cool. I have control over this. Uh, in that you have no control over any input show. So like the <laughs> lack of control over it was like freeing and fun. Uh, so it's like just a thing I like got really, really, really into. Uh, wow. And then, uh, then slowly other elements of my career like came to life. Because like uh, to some extent, the feeling I had watching that um uh Aziz Ansari video uh was true like it is like a better place for the my voice like I feel more heard here than I've ever been uh, I'm around I get to work with uh, and support talented wonderful beautiful uh artists and like creators uh all the time uh and I have this amazing network of people who are so supportive and cool and interesting and every day I bump into like some not anymore but like every day I'd like connect with someone who's like just cool and staggeringly talented uh so it's like I'm so glad I'm like here uh but yeah like so like that's enabled me to like do other things uh that aren't just like you know backwards mono scenes in the dark or whatever it was sure oh my god I just got goosebumps that is such a beautiful perspective to have truly are you um what made you stop doing improv oh I mean I just got busy doing like other things um uh sketch writing was also like takes yeah. up like so much time uh and then uh and it's also the uh hartney uh, uh margaret hartney uh, uh was such a great supportive in a way he doesn't even recognize i guess or realize but he would just like i would like pitch him shows and he'd say yeah sure do that uh and like <laughs> being given like that level of like freedom to like explore and do things was like oh cool i i know that uh on any given day i can like rock up and like do a 25 minute improv set and i'll be like 
pretty good uh, or totally. like it'll be like okay it'll be like okay and like fun and like enjoyable um but i don't know uh if i can like do that with like uh fun like weird character things or like fun like shows where it's like i'm creating and writing like an hour-long show and like uh, there's all these um uh, explored moments for it or like filming these things and like what like it was just uh him giving me uh access to, like all these other fun shows and platforms and things like that i was like oh this is really scratching that itch of like sure uh, exploration and creativity no that makes sense because now i mean now you're balling out doing weekend um sketch which is pretty amazing <laughs> uh <laughs> i yes i <laughs> i i don't i uh Yes, I, I write, I'm very uh, blessed that I got to uh, work with the foundation who are like uh, yeah. uh, upsettingly talented. Uh, it was like uh, the first meeting I had with them was like very uh, scary because they like went around the room pitching ideas. Uh, and then literally like the first idea I heard was like the funniest thing I've ever heard. And they just got progressively <laughs> funnier with all these people I don't know who are like legends at the theater of like doing like sketch and everyone's like oh wow that's so amazing it's like oh well they're not going to enjoy my <laughs> idiocy i don't belong here this is a mistake uh, or or well like there's also like a lot of um uh sometimes people like say things that they uh mean to be helpful but don't or like they'll like say oh great you're on the, the diversity team which is like the foundation's thing i guess uh, or used to be ah uh, blah who cares uh but mm. like uh it, some a lot of people uh seem to imply that i was uh, placed uh, there uh for being like oh they lost their brown writer and they slotted another brown writer in what? Uh, and it's like oh uh, what the hell yeah. is that nonsense i well you know uh you hear things and you believe them uh and then oh. uh, but then people make you uh you know uh believe in yourself which is great uh and you know that's also like nice and good um sure. but yeah like i it's also um you know uh, all comedy is humbling like uh and great and you meet so many people who are like uh funnier than you'll ever be or like more talented or, like more amazing at every level and like i'm very grateful i got to have the opportunity it doesn't like mean anything mean anything uh in 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 any like real way like i i never think oh i met used to be i'm like better than anyone uh, i'm just as funny as i was uh or just as not funny as i was like that hasn't changed it's just lucky enough to be given that platform uh it's like i don't um view it as some like weird like badge or anything like that but i also sure. like uh acknowledge it as like oh it's like uh it's fun and nice that we get to do this and like connect with people and uh that's good and now i'm in this position or wasn't this position how can i uh just make sure i'm like spreading joy which mm -hmm. is back to the original thing i was like that's a lot of what i've been thinking about uh since everything's like shut down there's like uh nothing around it's like oh what 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 am i doing what's my purpose uh and if it's to like do like industry stuff and like talk to people and connect and hustle and like get content out there maybe uh but that doesn't feel more like what my particular path or journey has been and like the yeah. things i think back on that i uh appreciate most are little moments when like i've uh written something silly and like someone's come around and said oh i really enjoyed that that was like fun or like i've put someone or cast someone in like a show or like a little sketch and they've been like oh my god that's still so cool or i've just like been texting or like hanging out with friends or something like that and said sure. something fun and they've laughed like just that general tone of like spreading joy is like what the job of a comedian is uh and like that feels like more of an important focus to me now than like uh whether or not my manager will return my calls sure. <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> i mean i think you like hit it on the head for sure because there there is this sort of weird pressure where we feel like oh well now that like the institutions that we would plug into and like the platforms we had available like don't exist well we have to like make our own and like how do we like i have to put a wig on my head and do a thing or like whatever like live stream something but like there's just yeah i don't know there's something like sort of there's like resistance around that i think from a lot of people which makes sense uh yeah and i'm also i'm truly empathetic and like if anything you do is bringing you joy do it like uh, i'll click on all my friends live streams i'm sure. watching all the shows i'm engaging all the content i love it it's great uh it's like that's the the way they found to like uh spread joy uh i will not be like pushing out like content anytime soon but i'm also like working on like uh just am i like injecting joy and like fun and like positive um 
uh, energy into the world and like being like a good person or on some way shape or form I guess uh and like way regretting ways I didn't do that maybe in the past uh, and then trying to like do that more uh like now I freaking love that I love that so much um I do you're gonna kill me but I need to circle back real quick to your uh before you started this gig the 10-year gig I mm-hmm. need to know a little bit more about your uh, Japanese learning and your jazz club life. And like, when was that? And what? how was that happening? Uh, the jazz club was like more of uh, an aspirational dream of like, so I was doing like a little bit of music when I was in college. Uh, when you were in college, and, okay. No, uh, sixth form college. So like uh, 17, 18, uh, okay. like that time uh, and then um that was like oh a career could be like to go like do like jazzy type stuff um and then i didn't uh fully commit to that life uh, because of like uh, other things happened uh, and then i the question you had to ask me which i will now answer was about my life learning japanese which yes. uh was a thing i I just walked past the poster uh, when I was in college towards the end. Sure. And it was like, do you want to go like live in Japan? Uh, and I was like, you know what? I, I hate it here. Life is miserable. Uh, let's run away and see if that's any better. Uh, so I did that. Because um, that was the, the thing about, um, like I'd never left the country before that. And I'd barely left the city I'd lived in. Because uh, like it was like growing up poor, you have like a limited like expectations or like what life can be. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I guess you just live and stay here and die here uh, and then it's like this little post was like oh you can be and do something else uh which is like wild it's like i applied uh it's like do the jet program which is a stupid um uh thing that you can do uh where you like <laughs> teach english and like learn japanese and like hang out and i was like oh sure i'll uh i guess i'll do this uh i ticked a box that said literally anywhere in japan is fine it's all <laughs> not the <laughs> it's all not the uk uh i did an orientation uh in uh, a fancy hotel uh in tokyo and it's like why why am i in tokyo in a fancy hotel this is wild uh and i wow. met americans for the first time uh americans just getting out of college uh so we're all like woo and pounding beers and like talking about <laughs> how many units of alcohol they consumed the night before uh it was so <laughs> funny because like i'm used That's to it surprising. now but like oh for me it was shocking because i'm like <laughs> i i'm like me uh however uh, i the me you're talking to right now is with a hundred times more confidence than I've ever had at any point <laughs> in my life. And I'm still like, I'm, I'm your actual friend, Carrie, and I would not talk to you in like real life without like psyching myself up to it. <laughs> so like, uh, like, like, oh I, even if I was just like, Hey, I mean, how's it going? Like, I'd like have to go, Oh, like, it'll be fine. And then like go it's, like there. So like, oh. imagine me like, <laughs> with like a lot less being around like American, like frat people. Like I go, oh, yeah, no. uh, beer. Oh, it's crazy. Japan's wild, man. Uh, so like, uh, so that was uh, exciting and scary. And then I like went to live in like a tiny little mountain Japanese village uh, with like old people. Uh, that was great. Very relaxing. I like taught kids a bunch. I like worked in the town hall. I like sat in a little desk and like taught myself uh, Japanese characters and like how to like learn. And I was like, oh, cool. While I'm here, I'll learn like uh, the rudimentary like Chinese and Korean because like I'm just sat still. Uh, it's like helpful. That's also, oh, this is weird. Uh, this is a great question because it loops back into my actual job. Um Nice. Uh, so like I sat like I would just have a lot of time uh, in that job because there's nothing to do because it was like just rice paddies and fields so like I spent a lot of time just learning like Japanese uh, while I was there which was cool um, uh, and then I had like uh, spare time and a little bit of money so like I bought like a laptop and like um, taught myself uh, Final Cut uh, how to use Maya how to use Shake how to use like do video editing and things like that uh, mm-hmm. my friend won a sword so i like made a music video for him uh, and doing that like i learned a lot of like video editing techniques and like uh color correction and like how to like uh w- you know white balance and do exposure and like direct and things like that and this is all stuff i do in my job now was all just stuff i like learned when i had some like downtime on the whim i was like oh i wonder like how maya works and now i like know how to like do basic 3d modeling and like after effects is like cool for this uh so like uh i guess that was like such a helpful like having that like moment of downtime uh gave me all these like weird skills which i lo- use like 
to this day. That is so cool. Holy crap. And you just like decided to do that on your own. You're like, I'm just interested in this. Uh, if I just, um, I I have a lot of <laughs> uh, weird personal demons. So if I'm like left like quietly to like think, uh, that's like terrible. <laughs> so I like either walk around listening to podcasts at like double speed or like keep busy. <laughs> so like I'll I'll read or like uh, learn a thing or like uh, like I'm quarantined at the moment. So like I, uh, I'm very privileged and like have like a weird, like I bought like a little very cheap uh, electronic drum kit and then teach myself to play the drums. Uh, and it's like. Uh, you know, I I just will uh, occupy myself with things so I don't have to, like, sit and, like, reflect on <laughs> life. The state of the world, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's, I mean, that's that's good that you can, like, I mean, keep, your, keep yourself busy for sure because I know that, like, it's especially now when we sort of have to. I was literally just Googling 100 things to do in quarantine because I, like, didn't, like, now I'm just going to paint my nails. Like, I don't even know what to do. I'm um, <laughs> learning the, uh, I'm going to, after you hang up, I'm going to learn the ancient Greek alphabet because I've always wanted to be oh able to <laughs> understand it. Oh my it. God. Oh my God. That's not surprising to me. Do you, do you still speak uh, Japanese? Do you practice or? Uh, I don't practice, but if I watch like a movie or something like that, I can understand it. Um, that is so and cool. I'm learning uh, I'm actively trying to get my Chinese uh, back up to scratch to where it was. Totally. Um, yeah, you know, uh, languages. It's so weird. I'm very good at like learning languages and awful at speaking to people. Uh, so like, <laughs> uh, like, yeah, I don't, it's so weird. Uh, this is <laughs> like this. Uh, again, you're my friend. I love you. This is so hard for me to like talk right now. Uh, so this is like uh, harder in any language. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, communication is hard in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. For sure. For sure. Wow. So cut to I, like, then you started this job and now you're in New York and now we're in this quarantine and with sort of like almost like a reset to, or like time to like think and reflect or like do or learn new things in your case, right? Like the Greek alphabet. Um, so I guess like as sort of like nearing the end of this, like how, what are your, I guess like, yeah, how are you occupying your time now? And like, how are you thinking about, well, you touched on this before, but like, do you have like any expectations for yourself about like your comedy journey? Have you been someone who's like a goal setter? You're like, cool. Like in five years, I want to be like a writer on this show or like, I want to be, um, I don't know, like a showrunner or whatever it is. Like, do you have any of those expectations? Have they shifted since the quarantine? Anything like that? Uh, oh, so like before that, I, uh, mm, I, so before I was like, I guess, uh, all I ever wanted was to be, uh, one of the people in the writer's room of the Larry Sanders show. Uh, like that sure. was like what I thought writers were. It seemed like so fun and cool. It was like, oh, this is great. Uh, and then, I did so many things that would take me away from being in the writer's room. Like like doing improv doesn't help. Uh, sketch comedy isn't necessarily helpful. You should just be like writing back. It's like, I'm very bad at like uh, having like a focused, like uh, career uh, orientated mindset. Uh, but also like life is like, you know, it just, you, you have no control over it anyway. So like just to enjoy all those moments has been, I guess what I've uh, been doing this whole time of like, you know, I guess I have no control. I'm currently doing the stand-up show or I'm doing this character show or I'm doing this like movie form improv show or whatever. So I'll just, I'll just enjoy that. Like I have no, uh, like if you talk, like uh, I get, as in like, I, it would be very nice if I had like a career and like uh, cool stuff like that. But also when I was like a child, my biggest dream or like imagine my imagination was like, one day I'll walk into this corner store uh, and be able to buy every single chocolate they have there. Uh, like, like, which is, and that's having liquid capital of about $70. Like I just couldn't <laughs> picture having that much money in the world. Uh, and oh I, God. again, I'm not going to brag, uh, and it, but I do now have $70. Uh, it's like, <laughs> Whoa, dude, chill. Uh, I, 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 it's wild. So like I, yeah. I've achieved uh, my wildest dreams already. Uh, so like everything's all like bonus uh it's all like great so like uh and then like ever since i started comedy like i like you know people were like picking up scripts or like hiring me for like weird jobs or like getting stuff done and then they'll go away like i'd get stuff and it'd go away and like it's just been such like a journey of like losing everything or like not having it or 
uh, I think the day the quarantine uh, was in that, like the day the theater shut down, we were supposed to do, uh, the foundation was supposed to do like an industry showcase. Uh, and like, there were like, cool like industry people will maybe be there and i like had like a cool bit in the sketch where i like speak and i say my name and there's like i have some jokes on the screen it's like oh cool maybe i have a thing no in every way possible like it all just went away uh like oh, things just oh God. but it's like I, oh but i'm literally not like my my point is not like uh oh no poor me i missed out on this stuff or like there's no part of that that's like uh regretful it's just like oh but at least i got to like uh do it uh, i got i got to like go there i got to like try things uh like even even if i got it like it would also maybe go away like you can have a show and it can like go away like it's such a like weird up and down journey continuously uh that to stress about the uh upswing uh would be to also stress about the if you stress when you don't have anything in like uh, showbiz you'll also sure. be stressed when you do have stuff because that can like go away so like why not just not stress and like just enjoy the moment you're in uh i get to because i do comedy have a fun chat with uh, a wonderfully talented uh star of dunkin donuts commercials uh, <laughs> <laughs> what up what up <laughs> yeah you're like great and funny and like a wonderful person that like oh, i remember like I remember meeting you at like an improv show, which is the UFO jam. It's like, she is so funny and cool. Uh, and we like chatted and it was like, great. And now I get to like have a chat because of all this like comedy jazz. I'm like, that's that's enough. Like, that, that's cool. Like, you Aww. know, I, 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 I don't need uh, to work. Like everything else I can't really control, but I can choose to like enjoy this thing uh, that we get to do. Uh, so that's where I'm at with all of that. God, that is a beautiful perspective. That is so good to hear. It's so true. Enjoy the moment because it's true. You stress when you don't have it. You stress when you have it. So why even stress at all? I fucking love that so much. Um, what would you What would you say to someone who is starting out and is like, I mean, like right now, because I usually ask people, How did, what are you doing? starting out but it's like yeah, what is it's all time and that's a good time to get it <laughs> it's so weird oh god um but yeah i guess like if so i mean it's like not it's like you know humor isn't dead it's just like platforms or whatever but some of them but um i don't know yeah like if so if someone has like dreams and aspirations to do this stuff like what's do you have any like sort of takeaways from your own journey that you're like oh you know like this was a cool moment and I'm glad like I learned that lesson or, or. Uh, the best uh, moment I uh, Rebecca Drysdale amazing person uh, one of the best uh, I was very lucky that I got to like do an improv class with her um, and you know all improv notes are the same and like it's fine uh, but uh, she's like a great teacher but like she um, gave this speech in the middle of class where there's um you can embrace any moment on stage uh where you can go from the you know you're like running around pretending to like be two balloons that are you know filled with explosive gas if that's your scene or whatever and you can like be mentally with your uh, scene partner like oh, can you believe we're doing this uh or you could have a joyful mindset and go can you believe we're doing this uh, and that uh, attitude I try as best as possible and I'm a very grumpy, miserable, cynical person a lot of the time. So like, don't let this Zen talk fool you. Uh, like I struggle. Uh, but with, in my best moments, it's like, uh, wow, can you believe we're doing this? Like just uh, whatever we're doing, uh, like it's just so like to embrace the the fact that you're, you get to like do it. It's like, it's fun and joyful and cool. Even if like even if one person laughs at your like weird little joke uh, or, and like, trust me, I, I do the kind of jokes that one person will laugh at uh, or like, uh, you know, uh, you, you do like a little show and like very few people came or uh, you live stream and like two people like log on or like whatever. Like if you, you get to do it, it's like, it's a joyful, cool thing that you get to do. And some people don't like, some people aren't funny or like their talents lie elsewhere or like you get to be funny. You get to like, join this huge pantheon of amazing like clowns who've like spread joy throughout millennia you're one of them so mm. i think that's like cool uh so that's my advice uh that and wash your hands <laughs> there's like there's a beautiful like a conclusion about like life and wash your damn hands with soap and water <laughs> just do it 
Oh my gosh, Em. Thank you so, so, so much for taking the time to do this and like just talking openly and honestly about everything that was truly a joy. Is there anything else you want to talk about that we didn't go over? Oh, I just hope this recorded. (laughs) (laughs) This recorded? (laughs) I hope you have usable audio. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm like, we're like recording on like five different devices just like i hope one of them works but um but yeah well thank you so much thank you thank you uh if i if i know you uh if you're listening to this and i know you i almost definitely love you uh and i think you're great and funny uh and i regret not saying that to you more in person and i will make my best endeavors to say that more to you when we all get out uh that's my last message to people listening (laughs) that is amazing yay thanks shem no problem shem pennant everybody what a joy what an absolute joy what a positive perspective to have on a unusually dark time right now which i really really appreciated and needed to hear so selfishly i was very happy to talk to him i hope you enjoyed it as well you can follow shem on instagram at my show called life he's there check out his stuff watch some of his sketches online all the things um if you're if you're feeling up for it and if you just want to binge watch friends do that too you know what i mean yes all right you can also follow this podcast how do you hustle with cammy dimitrova on apple spotify all the other platforms that are fun and cool that produce sound i'm on it great um stick around for a brand new episode next monday in the meantime love you all stay safe stay inside and wash your hands bye